Welcome to Mavs Daily, brought to you by the Dallas Morning News, where we break down a question, event, news, or trend. My name is Becca from Mavs Digital. Today, I am thrilled to have assistant coach Jenny Busick back on the pod today. It's been a few weeks since we've been preparing for our first playoff series since 2016, but we still have more work to do, so we wanted to squeeze in an episode for you guys. Coach Jenny, last night was super exciting. Pulled out the win. The bench performed incredibly. What did you think about the first two games so far? Uh, well, you know, I thought the first game, um, you know, I think we all let one slip away. An opportunistic uh, game for us, but we didn't want to dwell on that. But I think it gave us a lot of encouragement, um, you know, and, and gave us a lot of information that we could take into game two. Um, you know, it's, there's obviously a lot of what ifs, what would have happened if KP didn't get thrown out, blah, blah, blah. But again, we just needed to learn from that and move on and use that, that information for game two, which I thought we did a great job doing. Um, you know, some of the keys that we, we, you and I had talked about was, um, needing our, we were going to need our bench. We were going to need, uh, to sustain our focus, um, and be locked in for 48 minutes. We did that, which is something we struggle with. And then you knew they were going to make runs on us, especially late, and we held them off with, with great poise. Um, so there was just a lot, a lot of positives. From local high schools to the pros, the Dallas Morning News has got North Texas sports covered. And it's more than just the scores. From all the off-season moves to in-season adjustments and maybe even postseason glory, we certainly hope so around here, the DMN has got the inside scoop on your favorite teams, players, and coaches. You follow every goal, save, bucket, and touchdown as the Dallas Morning News delivers real local sports journalism from the press box and locker room straight to your inbox. Head to dallasnews.com slash sports now or preferably after the podcast, but either way, definitely check out what uh, Brad Townsend, Callie Kaplan, and the rest of the Demon gang has for you there. Absolutely, yeah. I know KP mentioned that, you know, the team in his – interview post game yesterday he mentioned that they knew that the Clippers were going to come out them late and they knew that they were going to stay ready and stay calm and like you said I think they did a great job of that what was the main difference between game one and game two that you saw in the team like how was the development um, on defense or you know just staying cool calm collected like what was the main thing that you saw really change from game one to game two we, we started the game, obviously, with a lot more authority. You know, with the first game of this series, and, and for good reason, we have a lot of inexperienced guys. Uh, they just weren't quite ready for how this is going to feel. And once they felt it, you know, give our guys a lot of credit. They did not break. They did not get discouraged. They did not go their separate ways. Uh, but they settled into the game and just chipped away and, and put ourselves in position in game one. Um, you know, like I said, we learned a lot. So in game two, we came out ready. We knew what this was going to feel like. We knew the intensity that we had to uh, bring to the game. And we hit first and we kept hitting. And like I said, we've had a little bit of maturing to do in terms of no, not letting down, not taking our foot off the gas pedal throughout games, especially when we have a lead. Third quarters have been a challenge for us just focus-wise. Um, and you know, last night we just, we showed a lot of growth in, in sustaining our focus through a lot of adversity, you know, Luca getting in foul trouble, um, as, as dependent as we are on him, uh, that was a huge step for our team. 
-hmm. And it could end up being a huge blessing in disguise for our team because we're always trying to find that proper balance, you know, to keep our equilibrium healthy, um, our, our ecosystem, I should say, healthy. Our ecosystem, we're still trying to figure out what that looks like to maximize our entire team. Um, and when you have a player as dominant as Luca is, it's easy for the other guys to st step back and stand around and watch him. And Luca can do so much on his own, but then that doesn't necessarily um, benefit our team, you know, overall. And, and we're not going to beat good teams with it being so lopsided towards Luca. So him going out, I mean, we were playing much more balanced anyway, um, but him going out hopefully gives our guys a lot of confidence and, and really gets our other guys going um, in a way that we, we haven't quite had since we got into the bubble. Totally. Yeah. I, I definitely think that, you know, just from the way that we played some of our fans or some of the, the critics out there will say that, you know, we can't close or we can't do any of this, but we can. Like, I think that all of the, the guys going into the bubble were like, we're going to surprise people in the playoffs. Well, we did just that. You know, the, there's a lot of people out there that say that the Clippers have a deep bench and things like that. Our team does too. I think it's just giving them the opportunity to do that, which last night, for sure did. And I think, like you said, it's giving them confidence to kind of get out there and play the ball that they need to play. And um, so you touched on, you know, Luca being in foul trouble. How huge was it, you know, for guys like Trey Burke or Seth, you know, and Boban to come off the bench in game, game two and really like show out? It's, it's really important. You know, as great as Luca is, and he is playing on another planet's level right now, um, this is a team sport and we have great players around Luca, great playmakers around Luca. And, uh, it's taken us a little while since, you know, since the break, um, to, to really find our rhythm in its entirety. But, you know, this is the time you want it to happen. I, right. I think it's, it's happened a little bit slower than we expected or hoped, but at the same time, you know, the key to making a run in the playoffs is peaking at the right time. And, uh, and we're hopeful. Yeah, totally. Yeah, there's, there's so much promise. Um, so the offense has always been, you know, good this season, but the defense has really picked up. You can tell that the guys are really, that's what they're working on. That's what they're really trying to, you know, improve on. How encouraging has it been to see the guys put that level of effort into the defense against such a defensive team? Oh, our defense, especially, you know, in game two, was really solid. Um, they have a lot of really good offensive players. I got a lot of guys, several guys that can get their own shot whenever they want without a play being run for them. And you could do everything right, and they're still going to make it. Um, but we showed a lot of defensive fortitude and resilience um, to just keep making it hard on those guys. And, uh, and we showed a lot of collaboration on that end of the floor. Um, a lot of trust, you know, and so huge steps forward on the defensive end. Um, and now I think our challenge going into game three is that um, you can't get too high, you can't get too low. Right. And as a young team, you know, that's part of the, the experience. Um, you know, that's part of the maturation is not allowing yourself emotionally to get too high, to get too low, to stay in the moment. Um, to keep learning from the game that you just had, take that information into the next game. 
and, uh, and, and try to keep as much of the emotion out of it either way, win or lose. And so we did a good job of that going from game one to game two. And now we need to do the same thing going from game two to game three. For sure. Yeah, we talked to Trey the other day. And, you know, um, I mentioned to him, you know, I, I'm sure a win is always a big confidence boost. And he said exactly what you just said. Every win in this league is a confidence boost, but you're always looking to the next game or the next win and how you can improve and things like that. So I think that's the mindset of these guys, you know, they're not going to take, they're taking it as a win and they're excited, but the sights are set on the next game because we have to do even better, you know? So, um, how valuable switching from, you know, the guys on the court to the guys on off the court, how valuable is it to have guys like JJ and Courtney on the bench who have been in the playoffs before and can help those young guys kind of train their mindset to be, you know, go from the regular season to the playoffs. Well, it's huge. You know, a lot, everybody talks about the, the men that are playing, uh, but you know, having experience building championship rosters, you know, the guys, ladies that are at the end of your bench that may not get in the game or won't get in the game, whether it be for injury or just, you know, your short rotation, especially shortening the playoffs, they are just as valuable in having a championship culture as the guys who play. And we have A-plus guys all the way through. And so whether they're injured, they're not playing, you see our guys like Boban, um, Trey, they're always saying the right things, doing the right things, and that's infectious. And it can be toxic the other way. If guys are not happy about their role, not happy about playing, but we've got guys at the end of our bench, whether it be their, just their role or because of injuries, that are, that are like other coaches on the bench and in some ways more valuable than coaches because this generation cares more about what their peers think than, than probably most adults. Absolutely. And so those guys being in their ears, encouraging them, giving them insight, you know, wisdom, whether it be because they have playoff experience or just they're a great man like Dwight Powell that everybody knows is for the right things, uh, that stuff, that stuff for, those are important ingredients. For sure. Yeah, our team's very lucky that we have those um, mentors on our team. Um, so what do you remember about your first postseason experience, either as a player or a coach? And how is the level of intensity and excitement different? Well, I, I rem the first time I remember, just like I stepped into an ocean for the first time with waves and just didn't realize the sheer power of the waves, you know, cause I'd never been in waves before. Right. And it can just knock you out and knock you over. Um, you know, so it's something that you can talk about, but you have to just feel. And until you do that, until you feel that, and even, you know, then you take it a step further. And, and as we get into like closeout games, whether it's a game for us to close out or the other team to close out, there's just this level of intensity and urgency um, an emotion that is, is indescribable and you really just can't prepare for it. You have to go through it. That's why this is so, it was so valuable for our team to, to have a finish to this season. Um, and with the pandemic, we, we weren't quite sure that it was going to happen, but we all know, those of us who've been in it a while, how valuable this is and how important this is for the growth of our franchise and getting this, this franchise back to championship caliber, which is our goal. And, and, you know, we think it's a realistic target. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. It's very um, integral for player development. I feel like the playoffs is like a, a, a crash course on, you know, developing to the next level. Well, Coach Jenny, I know we only had a short time today, but if there's anything else that you'd like to say about our, you know, game one, game two, game three tomorrow, anything else, the floor is yours. The only thing is, is while, you know, I know the team is, is away from the fans right now, uh, you can tell that there's, there's a lot of support around here. People, we can feel that. Um, and, and that is important to us and, uh, and, and makes a difference. So we, we just appreciate y'all. Absolutely. Well, MFFLs, please rate, review, subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast. We will bring you a longer episode, probably in the more uh, recent or near future. Um, but we got a lot of work to do, lots of basketball to focus on, and we will see you next time.